All right, that should do it. Dope. You rolling? Oh my god! So you've been sick this whole time. Ugh. I've been sick. I was even starting to get sick the last podcast we man. did. You look. You still look fresh though. <laughs> I mean, like even in, in sickness and in health, man. You still. You know, you're still I, looking fresh. When you when you build a playground, it's gotta <laughs> it's gotta survive the rain. There's gonna be a lot of man. sick kids on that playground. You gotta. <laughs> oh man, no, I think because I was, I I let a sick kid play on. No, yes, I let a sick kid play on the playground. Oh no, but it wasn't a kid, but they were sick. <laughs> <laughs> it was very legal playing on it was the playground. Very legal playing. Very legal playing. Oh no, but, we got uh, it. And now the playground's a little sick, but the, the, the playground's got a little contamination. Oh my God! So we're here. We're gonna we'll, we'll keep this one sh- short for y'all. Bust out the Clorox wipes, man. We're gonna Let's speaking of Clorox wipes. Welcome everybody to the Faking Notes, Faking Notes podcast. Faking Notes podcast. Can you can you explain that to me? The what what Clorox wipes have to do with? We'll see. Faking Notes. The connection. What we do? Okay, because I just want to make sure the audience knows. So right before every uh, recording uh, that we do in our um, our studio mansion. Uh, recording the faking notes podcast recording suite the booties uh we we take we each eat a entire clorox wipe mm. and there's something you know cleanse your mind cleanse your body yeah and clorox yeah. is a From sponsor the inside out yeah mm-hmm. clorox is a sponsor and mm. so you know it's only logical like good thing it wasn't a uh you know like one of those swiffer duster sponsorships because then we'd have to yeah, eat no, that and that. That, you know you no. have to like dip it in some water it's like the nathan's hot dog eating contest you got to dip this the swiffer duster in the water and then you just in the water ch- first you got to choke it down just, yeah no it's not worth it and also like people on the internet always tell me to drink bleach um <laughs> and i just i just choose to eat it instead that's that's it's kind of like those uh uh placenta pills now you just take the bleach pills mm-hmm. Mm, that's wait can you that's a thing yeah no that's this whole new uh new agey thing where people i mean it seems like there's very little science behind it but like after the baby's born the placenta comes out they'll have like there's this tradition of i get or i don't know if it's tradition but they eat it and they think it's it's healthy for the baby and i'm like Wait, hold up. I need to see a study. Though? Yeah, so that's like a newer thing. Instead of like eating uh, some gross placenta, it's like, oh, let me get into pills and take it. I thought they like cooked it up like those uh, ladies on the side near Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> you know, when you leave Hollywood Bowl, they're making those hot dogs and the onions. They're just sitting there on like, it's just like in the hospital, like outside your, your hospital room. There's just a giant hot plate. And yeah, mm-hmm. and there's just all these like sausages. Bacon. Who knows how they long they've bacon. been there, but you eat it. You're like, you know what? No, it's placenta placenta, placenta hot dogs, man. <laughs> Wrapped it bacon. <laughs> some grilled onions. Long story know, some... short, like most things we talk about, it like turns out there's really no science behind it. Nice. But, you know, might as well take the sugar pill. But it was a crazy, it was a cr- crazy bet. Yeah. <laughs> crazy bet. Yeah, you know, someone <laughs> was just totally trolling someone. It's just like, dude, you should totally eat that. And then they're just, and they're like, oh, I feel a little better. And they just roll with it. Placenta sausage. I know you just gave birth, but uh, but are you gonna eat that? <laughs> <laughs> you you gonna you gonna finish that? You gonna finish you that? Gonna finish that? <laughs> you gonna finish that? You just oh gonna throw God. it away? Oh Speaking my God. of uh, placenta, <laughs> so we've had a couple little like holiday specials, and like we're we're again we're across the country. This is this is live. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll keep yeah, it short for y'all. shows aren't live. We'll, we'll let y'all, yeah, like that's a, it's a reanimated body of us. But um, we'll, we'll keep it, we'll keep it, we'll keep it short for y'all, short and sweet. So we've got the new year coming up. Uh, we got Nam coming up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we can hit that. I'll at least be down there. I can probably at minimum do two days. Maybe more. Bro, I got you. I got you a pass, dude. I, I love that man. I was gonna lie again <clears throat> and say I still worked at Juilliard uh, to get the the, the cheapy education edu- education pass. You don't have to pay for this pass, dude. I can be a guest. I get of a guest, v. dude. I'm gonna that that's like elevated status. I feel like a straight G. I know. Bro, what I'm thinking. Through, let's man. let's 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 how uh, how many days you think you're gonna be on there as many as possible i went yeah i went every day last year which was nuts that's exhausting how long does that drive for you that drive really sucks for me mm, it's not as bad as the drive for you for sure but But it's it's still but you did it every day 
Uh-huh. I went down there twice, yeah, but I only because we go down and we actually interviewed mm-hmm. our very first. So we're coming up on our first official Faking Notes podcast anniversary mm-hmm. with our first guest, Matt Bell. I believe it was episode five Shout or out. something. Shout out, mm-hmm. Matt Bell, the real homie. Um, it's gonna be there again. He messaged, yeah, he messaged, and I was like, "Hey, we'll have to, we'll have to catch up." So I'm thinking maybe mm-hmm. what we we'll do is, I'll look into this. I don't know if I'll carry around an H4N or something and some mics, and we can just do some micro interviews, some fun. Hit up some yeah. peeps from the floor. We probably could do some videos. We could shoot some video for the uh, for YouTube. Or I think it'd be fun. At least while I'm down, that way we don't. I don't, cause I don't we don't want to have to take up all your time because you're going to be busy. But you just hit up some stuff. I uh, don't have too much time. I'm there. I have one meeting gotcha. so far with the company. This thing and, always sneaks up. Like I, mm-hmm. I keep, like I was like, I'm like, I'm going to retackle this, you know, with renewed purpose. And mm-hmm. then Matt, I reached out to Matt recently to introduce. Our first two guests, Chris and Matt, together because they live so close to each other, North Carolina mm-hmm. of all places. And then he mm-hmm. he reached out. I was like, "Hey, you going to Nam?" I'm like, "Oh my god, it's already here." Mm-hmm. But yeah, we we should it's hit up stuff. Here, baby. So this is kind of an open call to any of you coming out to the Nam show. Uh, hit us up on any of the the social inter internety webs, mm-hmm. and come maybe say hi. yeah, come say hi, and we'll probably record you saying hi, and demand that you. Give us your your continued blessings, and only five star uh, praises to us because only five stars. Or we will assault a random body part of our choice. It will Based, happen, uh, and we will make yeah. content out of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that mm-hmm. that I can guarantee. There will be memes, but there, um, there will be memes. <laughs> but yeah, Nam Nam should be fun. It was. I the problem was is so we go down there and I was exhausted. So we do the Matt Bell interview, and I kind of had to just, just leave. Mm-hmm. And then I felt guilty. So I went back on the Sunday, but everyone was exhausted because it's the last day. Mm-hmm. I did get to see the mayor of Nam, Stevie Wonder. He walked right mm-hmm. by in the security detail. Because, you know, they got to protect the mayor. Mm-hmm. But The mayor. Yeah. Hey, mayor. Hey, I just ma- want to go and, like, meet people. That's it. It's just a big hang. Yeah, there's so many. It's such a weird thing, too, because it's across the street from Disneyland. So mm-hmm. when when everyone when you're all walking around, it's just like the most odd mix of people because there's thousands of people, little kids and Mickey hats and everyone dressed in bright colors and then there's these old retired rockers and mm-hmm. tatted up in leather and long hair and they're all just walking among each other and mm-hmm. it's it's just a fascinating scene to witness. Lots of cute girls too, man. But I know that doesn't matter for you. Yeah. But that's for me. No, that's okay. Hey, I can appreciate. I can. I, yeah. I'm a big fan. I can appreciate. Big fan. Big <laughs> fan. Afar. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, and a, a few of my friends will be performing. So I'm be going and seeing some friends perform for their. See, because I didn't even know what Nam was when they invited me. I didn't know. I oh my god! Been, yeah, I'd yeah. never heard of it because yeah. we're. I mean, we're on the East Coast, and so it just doesn't happen. Yeah, but it's like really big. If you're like. We're classical musicians. It's not yeah. really necessarily tailored to us. It's way more like contemporary genres, right? Yeah. So, <clears throat> so I show up and I realize, oh, all of my LA friends are like playing showcases and they're, yeah, they're meeting all doing all these this stuff. companies. We're giving them gear. They're giving them. It's a really great place to like start building business connections as a musician because gear is expensive sponsorships are the only way to really sometimes we need to get you to we me and you got to just creatively work on some uh uh that electric your electric viola we gotta just oh oh yeah i have to make i have to make some videos still yeah, no, that's what I was just thinking. It's like, hey, we got to just, <clears throat> since you have it, we can do some like weird, fun mm-hmm. stuff with it anyways. Why not? Um, as long as I get to rap too. Oh, oh, hell yeah. No, they, almost exclusively. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> the, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it just needs to be part of a community. I didn't know what to expect of it because even, even l- less so than you, it's not tailored to us at all. The good thing was there were a lot of, for these film composers, the sample library companies were there. Uh, mm-hmm. You got. I got to talk to some of. In fact, I got to sit down with one of my favorite companies. As in, they, they just do the best job and they take all my money. 
uh, Spitfire Audio. <laughs> and so I went down there, and they had a tiny booth, which I thought was smart, because you can't really, their, their, their idea was like, you can't really see what their product's about and really utilize it with you know keyboard stations and play around. And I think they realized that they've become top dog, even though they're still a nimble company, they've really become one of the top dogs in the industry as far as oh, these like, sample library industries. But they're still cool. They're hip. They're really connected to their audience. And I just thought they realized they didn't need it. So they had a tiny booth. And you basically could just go by and talk to some of the employees there, the manager. So I went... Mm-hmm. And it's Sunday afternoon. Everyone's exhausted. They cannot wait to leave. These people are almost yeah. all of them are fluent in from London. So they're ready to mm-hmm. they're they're tired. They partied every yeah. night. And they're, they're like these Americans. Yeah. And they're, <laughs> yeah, they're like, we got do they're trying to Brexit. And yeah. so I walk oh, up nice. I walk up to them and I talk to the one I, I do I do my icebreakery thing and just have a great conversation with one of them, the general manager, the only employee in the US who's out here. She's a little older than us. Uh, super cool. And then I start throughout this year, I've been invited to private stuff. Mm. And it's because of interaction. So I go down there, That's and one of the things they would do at NAM, they raffle stuff away. So I sit mm. down and have a, an actual conversation with this person. I'm not really talking about their products at you, all. You, you, you like submit to the raffle, you slide them a $50 so, bill. So I did, yeah. So I go in there and I just buy, I'm like, I'm going to buy everything you got. And they're like, we're not selling anything. I'm like, exactly. No. So I sit down, I have, a, I have a conversation and she just hands me the raffle prize. She's like, oh, yeah, by the way, you're the winner. You know, congrats. You're the, you know, winner. You're the winner. So I got like this. It was oh, a nice. You acted all surprised. Yeah. Like, Holy shit. No way. But it was, yeah. It was, oh, I'm so oh, honored. Oh, my God. I never expected this. Oh, my God. Checks I have mail. a speech. Then yeah. you roll out a speech. It's like twelve pages long. I'd like to thank my mom for the mm. winning of this book, uh, mm. but they gave me like this like nice, nice copy of the book. So I won in quotations, won the raffle just because I went there and talked to them. So she's like, "Congrats!" <laughs> but through that conversation, I was barely there at Nam, and I chose essentially the worst day you could. And even from that, that had an impact on the rest of my LA experience. I went there. She actually recommended me for a gig or two. Uh, reaches out. I had a coffee with her later, and so it, it you know, not even that segue into a ton of things, but just that one little connection of me driving down to Anaheim uh, for just a couple hours on their exhausted day led to some things, and it's just something about being a part of that community. Even though for us, it is a little out of our wheelhouse. Classical musicians aren't really well represented there. Because, you know, to some degree, why should we? We're a small niche thing, and we're not like what these people are dealing with. If you're selling guitars, you know that's that can be high end stuff. You're you're mass selling versus a lot of string instruments. You're not exactly yeah. yeah, You're not really selling a ton of things uh, that would be required of this. But I want to actually attend some more of the education programs. I'm curious just to see what's up. But so I'll be trying to hit that up. A little earlier, okay. and then maybe yeah, we'll we'll coordinate. And I don't mind walking around, going up to some people, checking just out. Just meet people, dude. I I've learned that, you know, location is super important, and it's not something we really talk about in. Well, can music. we talk about I, it? Let's talk yeah. about it. Yeah, man. Um, just the fact that this past year, I still get people DMing me. Like I got a DM this morning, this person being like, oh my gosh, I love seeing you pop up and stuff like this. <laughs> Somebody tagged me in awesome. this Roddy Rich video um, and it's been it. going viral. Uh, but they didn't tag me, didn't do any of that. But the thing is, it's like I play with Roddy Rich, I play with Alicia Keys, I play with Kanye, I've played with uh, this band called Half Alive. Uh, 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 I, I played with a lot of like really heavy. This just seems people. to be this is a and better a, city for you. It's it you're, seems you're thriving like here on a place, bro. And I think the, not. nothing changed. <laughs> I didn't get any better. I didn't get any better at the viola. I don't think not in the past year, not marginally to where I would be. Okay, so like I'm not good enough to play with Orpheus, but I'm good enough now to play whole notes behind people who have, you know. Millions and millions, millions of followers play in front of, you know, 
eight, ten thousand people at Hollywood Bowl. Like, it, it's hard. It's, it's hard to understand. It's yeah. It's kind of, and it's got to be odd for you because uh, same thing here. I like. I feel like I'm pre- I'm very similar to what I was in New York, and then to see what types of opportunities or what's what was appreciated there that's not appreciated in LA, mm-hmm. and vice versa. There's something about the location. So here's here's the thing. So. As I'm currently sitting in small, small North Carolina, uh, and and I was actually part of why I'm here. I've been digging through, like throwing away memorabilia, going through old boxes, helping my parents, just going through my old stuff. And so it's just been a mm-hmm. nostalgia fest. But it just reminds me how important location is for what you can do. So there were a lot of opportunities and things I missed out on just due to my location. So I experienced this by going to my undergrad at a smaller place and then people might not return home uh, or might not move on to a big city and they'd be better than me objectively at music Mm -hmm. or more driven, whatever it may be, but maybe had just a better chance of succeeding out in the field. And because they didn't take the leap of either applying to a bigger school or, or even just moving to another city, it definitely would have an impact on their career. I mean, who knows about long-term? I mean, I can't speak to long-term. Uh, we're no. only about, uh, you know, still single digits out from this experience. Maybe that winds up being a better thing where they can grow and develop. But I bet, at least by visible metrics of success, either awards, where they're teaching, what they're doing, how involved they are in the community, if they had moved to another place and had just been themselves, they'd have had a lot more chances and whether that is new york la chicago you're getting the hint it's it's probably a city you want to go because because even in this digital age where we are super connected and we can find out what a person's doing all over the world in real time it's still about the face-to-face and just being there a vast majority of my new york jobs uh and and la jobs were simply due to me just being there I rarely mm-hmm. submitted a resume. I rarely yeah. went out and asked for anything. Mm-mm. Often, hey, I'm gone. Will you cover my class? Hey, I can't do this gig. Will you do this gig? Hey, you're here mm-hmm. now. Come in. My newest job in LA yeah, that I'm about to start beginning of this year and will be there for a couple months, it was just that. Someone who I used to sub in for in New York, later on I took over his class a year later. He disappears for a year. We don't speak. He moves to LA. I see him post something on Facebook about the company he's working for. And I was just commented, oh, cool, I'm in LA. You know, something dumb like that. And next thing you know, reaches out, hey, do you handle this type of thing? And I'm like, I, that's exactly what I do. Now I'm getting hot. I'm, I got a job. Hell yeah. And it's bro. probably due to, of all things, dumpster fire Facebook. Oh my God. And it just, I, he I, knew I was a presence. Like, that's it. Like, all that mattered. He's like, I barely do anything on there anymore, like I used to. He has a podcast. Yeah, and they're like, dude, this. He, he goes into the CEO. He's like, sir, sir, we have to bring this guy on board. What are his qualifications? Yeah. That's uh. Yeah, well, what, what well, is it? What does he do? What is? I'm not do? exactly like, sure, but but sir, yeah. sir, I must tell you, he does in fact have a have a podcast. Oh my god, get him in! Get him on my desk right now! Get him in! Get him in right now! And so I did. I went in there, and thanks to this podcast, uh. Oh my God, he's brilliant! Yes. Oh my yes. God, he's, he's got yes. a gun. <laughs> Let's get six that monkey, salary. That monkey's got a gun. <laughs> but um, oh my God, good times, good times. So, so you're still. What well, what was it like hanging out in LA during Christmas time? Like sticking around for a holiday. Uh, it's the same as it was last year. Although my brother's here. So mm-hmm. uh, I've been good. spending time with him, but I've just been sick, man. I haven't really been doing much. I feel like I'm wasting his time, but he's very right. kind and he's very nice. And he's like, no, nah, man, you know, I'm a homebody. It's all good. So we've just been playing some Super Smash. She's been writing. I've been sleeping. and That's nice. Just resting. I've been drinking a lot of Theraflu. I think I've almost finished this entire box. I hit I hit colds hard now. Like, <coughs> the first sign, I go out. It's Dayquil, Nyquil, Mucinex. I go yep. hard. I'm because I know how mine just. So I don't get sick often, but when I do, it just lingers. I get yep. the lingering cold, and it's for it's like, okay. In the next two weeks, 
going to be annoying. I'll think yeah, I'll get better. Fucked. I think I'll yeah. get better after a week, and then it comes right back. Mm-hmm. I had a real bad one last year around November. Mm-hmm. This is very exciting content for the audience. I'm mm-hmm. glad they got to hear this. Did you, uh, did you like, dare I say, cough a lot? Did, did oh my you, god! Did, did you, you perhaps? Did you have phlegm? S- sneeze a little? Did you? Did you have to blow your nose occasionally? The thing yeah. that always hits me is, dude, when you get that sore throat, that's when your life sucks. Oh, you just want you want to end everything. You just don't want to exist. That's one of those things, right? A sore throat is one of those things where you're just like, you know what? I'm out. I'm out. This is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. Oh my god! Speaking of back pain, unacceptable. I'm finally getting. Uh, I think I've convinced Amy we're gonna get a switch. Oh, oh you, yeah. You know, I had to make it. It had to be her idea in order. Other because you can't bring it. I'm trying to think. It's like bringing in, um, you know, a, a, a new a new kid that's not yours. Like mm-hmm. you found a. It turns out you had a kid 12 years ago, and you're like, I'm gonna bring this into my home, but you need to consult with the why. Just like I know this is my kid. It's like Game of Thrones. So you bring in Jon Snow. And you know she's, Catelyn Stark's not gonna be so happy because like where this, where's this baby at? Like this, this ain't mine. And I know what you were doing at war. And I'm you know I'm not gonna treat this baby right. So I had to make it. I didn't want that situation. So I had to make the switch. It's her idea. You know this would be so fun it's for us baby. to do stuff. And all in my mind, I'm like I'm gonna play Smash with Drew. I'm gonna play Smash yeah, with Drew. Yeah, we're gonna, but baby, we're gonna play. We're gonna get. Mario Party, and Mario you know, we'll Party. hang out. And instead of us watching TV all the time, you know, we'll do something more active. I'm going to play with Drew. I'm going to play Smash with Drew and John. Drew and John, Smash, 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 Smash. So we'll see how well, that goes. Well, you're going to try. You're going to try, dude. John is really good. Oh, my God. I know. John I know he would. I, I know he'd be out there. He's, he, You know, he's like reading up on it. You know who's incredible? Let's hear it. Jeremy Jones. Really? He, he talks he, about Jeremy Jones. I never beat him. Oh my god! I, I, I'm terrified. I, I, sometime I've taken. So if we'll do, we'll do. We'll sometimes do like probably like fifty matches, mm-hmm. right? He'll take like forty-five of them. <laughs> 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 he is that good. Jeez. He's, he's he so it was That's awesome. He finally trained. came on. So I'd been messaging you about this one film project. So I still keep it not on DL. It's not secret. But so we had this film, and I finally wrapped it up so it was a feature it was a whole shebang getting it together and there's one experience we had the singer on we've been trying those singers this there's a there's an opening song in this mm-hmm. so it's there's there's a lot of score going on but it's all song based music it's motown and i had to talk to these directors and i was i was i was sending them some people and i was like oh god i won't i want jeremy on this like he's great <laughs> uh mm-hmm. i was like here's the voice i sent him to him and they Thought about it and they're like, oh, we want someone higher, you know, with a higher pitch voice, more like a Smokey Robinson, Nat King Cole. I was like, okay, bummer. I want Jeremy. I'm just like, I'm gonna have him be the at least he'll be able to, he'll be like the backup singer. He can make the choir. He's got that background. And he comes in and just lays it down. Like instantly. Yeah. Like one of the best recording yeah. sessions I've ever had. Because yeah. he's a G, he's used to that. He's not like most of our, our you know, the classical background where he wants the music. He he wants mm-hmm. the structure. He came in there, and I'm I'm exhausted. I'm dying mm-hmm. to get this thing in on, on time, and I'm 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 trying to find people who come in, lay it down, no sheet music, just contribute. And so yeah. he walks in there. I just you know play a little bit of the track. He's like, okay, I got it. And then I press record, and he just throws he down. Crushes it. And he, and he contributes. You, he, it's something unique. He just lays it down, yeah. and then he does the harmonies with the thing he just made up. And I'm just yep. I'm stunned. Yep. And you know yep. you know the drill. And so he does that. Yep. Uh, yep. We send them this track. I record. I record the lead vocalist, who's good, mm-hmm. and a, a different singer. And I send them off the music. And these guys have been great. Like they had shockingly, like almost no revisions. They loved everything. But they call me once. Mm-hmm. They were nervous. They're very particular. They really mm-hmm. know. They really, really know what they want. And so they called me, and they were kind of like nervous about bringing it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is funny since they're always so direct about everything else. Like I'm okay. We're so sorry about this song. You know, we we're, we're just listening back to it. And we're not quite sure about this. You know, this this lead sing. Mm-hmm. You know, we just kept listening to the background vocals. Like we yeah, we, we love it. Like like that's yeah. what's that feels special. Like could you bring? Could you have them back in? Mm-hmm. And 
and just have a session and like the deadline's the next thing and i was like and they're like you know he's the backup singer of this but like how you know it's time to step up to the plate yeah. and so i was like give me i was like give me a couple minutes i hang up i text jeremy i'm like you want some more money yeah. <laughs> i was like where you at? where you at and he's uh, he's like uh yeah uh ten i was like tonight or tomorrow question mark uh-huh. and he and he's like hey i'm at the starbucks across the street I was like, I'll meet you yeah. downstairs. He walk comes over. Yeah. So from phone call, in, in less than 10 minutes, he's at my place. We're recording a yeah. new track. And he crushes it. And I love he it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he cr- crushes it. I sent it to and him. And he lives right down the street. He lives down me, the street. It was such, I was like, I was trying it's to explain so everyone. I'm like, this is, this is wild. Like, this doesn't happen. <laughs> I, I, you know, emergency, hang up, call him. He's in my apartment. Mm-hmm. After, after a phone call at 7.30, we're done recording at 9.30. I buy him a salad, but... I wish I could have had you on the project. I had because the first time we recorded and because it was tight, I had mm-hmm. him bring his viola. So he played some oh, on do it. it bro. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Drew. I was like, I was no, like, oh my God, no. I got to tell. It's just he was already there. So he would sing look, on the track and then I'd have look, him play along. Jeremy, like, I, I, I give Jeremy as much work as I can, man. If I can't Dude. do it, I always throw his name out because he's, yeah. he's the real deal. He yeah. really is, and it, I love him to death. If there was more love time, him. I would I would have dragged you in on this, but we laid it down. Bro, Surprisingly, didn't have to record good. much, but they love yeah. him so much. I've never seen this happen. So, I, you know, I paid him to come the first time, and it was everything mm-hmm. was compensated well because I I budgeted high uh, for the, all the musicians because that's the relationship I care about. Like I'm not skimping on mm-hmm. on the musicians, and he comes in again, and then they loved it so much. They're like. We love this guy. Like you gotta let's give him a bonus. So that was probably the first time. It's like you get you get paid twice for two different sessions, big. And Hell. then it's like, dude, they loved it so much they wanted me to like give you more money. <laughs> so Jeremy is one Vingo. of those people. He's one of those people that you're just like, How are you not world famous? I know. Right now? I know. How are you not I was, how are you not a household name? Because they loved him too. They just weren't sure it was gonna fit because they were just set on this higher range. And then they heard him in the background doing that. And I they think they don't know him like we know. And him. I think they heard him, they heard him in contrast to someone else. And they're like, oh my God, we that's who we want. So now it's his voice all over this. Mm-hmm. Um that's that's good for everybody. That's good for him. Yeah, dude. I want his voice and I because he came in and it just crushed it. And we just so we I would I'd rarely be giving like note things. I'd be just communicating, like, hey, you know, like let's stretch this one this way or Let's. I like what you did with the offbeat. You know, I'm like just felt more like producer than composer. Yeah. I'm just yeah. talking him through it, and really, he's like yeah. leading. He's a full on contributor, but he's he one of those people that is music. Like he he can hear something and automatically come up with a melody. He did it. He did it, it. and he's just the perfect background because he he grew up mm-hmm. in a similar background with where a lot of the Motown singers came from, like from mm-hmm. gospel church. And he had done barbershop quartets. So he was laying down harmonies and your oops and you name it, uh, right in the the style. So if I, I hadn't met him through you, I'd be be screwed. I don't know anyone who could like come in and lay it down, particularly in that because it's a very it's a very specific sound. Look, I wouldn't have met him if I didn't try to go see Yas if I didn't I drive wild? my ass out here quickly to see Yasmin perform. Isn't that wild? Yeah, bro. It's, it's, I think that, and this is kind of like circling back with what you were talking about location and, and just, and also how you were talking about social media is how Mm -hmm. people get to know you. Sure. But the real life connection is everything. I really think that when you have the perspective of just being excited about meeting new people and sharing and learning you have like nobody will hate you everybody loves being around somebody who's excited to see them like when was the last time a dog ran up to you with a big old smile and and was wagging his tail and licking (laughs) you're like get the fuck off of me never you feel like a never champion that's a great that's a great point i mean we we talked recently one of the episodes we, we talked about this exact thing like leading into this which was kind of like at least for me the discovery that i liked people and i think it's that it's because general or uh, not general uh genuine connections is everything and not just from a purely business perspective like my life is richer from talking to these people i had one recent so i'm coming into north carolina you know time 
time is is it's it's hard to squeeze in all the family. I didn't get to see many friends, but I made I made one reach out to someone I briefly talked to in New York. I taught I gave her one or two lessons, and she goes in there. She's in her eighties, and she wanted to be able to Damn. type her. She wanted to be able to click her music into the computer. She was she was giving a little performance of a song. She kind of arranged. She just wanted to be able to make it legible and make it work without having to read a handwritten thing. And so I go I go to her place in New York. It's right by the Lincoln Center. And and she's just really nice. I, I enjoy talking to to older people and because I just think they're fascinating. And they love talking too, because no one talks to them. No one listens to them because old people just keep talking. Uh, but if you think about it, you know, they probably lost a lot of friends. They they have so many stories and everyone kind of treats them poorly. They kind of get ignored in, in our, at least our American society. But so I'm sitting there yeah. talking to her and I, and they're always impressed when young people <laughs> talk to them. Uh, and so we're having this great conversation. I keep finding out more and more because what I'd found out through someone from Juilliard, I just, a teacher or something recommended me like, oh, he's taught someone to do this before, you know, talk to him. Mm-hmm. So we didn't know anything about each other. And over the course of that two hours I'm there, just, just chatting with her the first time I met her, she, I start realizing, like, wait, she has a North Carolina connection. Wait, she has a connection mm-hmm. here. And her last name, I, I thought it was familiar. She's from one of the wealthiest families around here. Rothschild? <laughs> the Vanderbilt style, but like a super well-known prominent one here that like the YMCA I went to has her name on it. My sister, performing arts college, has her name on it. Like their name is everywhere. The the auditoriums, is mm. their name on it. Like they just you know sure. had a bunch right. of manufacturing companies, and just mm. insane wealth in this part of North Carolina. I was like, oh no wonder it's familiar. Like everywhere I went had their name slapped on it. But right. she's a nice person. She's a pianist. <laughs> she's single. Yeah, yeah, she's single. She's, but no, she's got a boyfriend. She's telling me about it. So, so the long story short is, I we met her a couple of times. We keep in loose, <laughs> loose, loose touch, just, and just, and just, and directly uh, where you were leading with that joke, it almost feels true. So I'm coming to North Carolina, and I haven't talked to her in a year and a half, and I just reach out I'm like, hey, uh, I'm I'm not doxing her here, but I'm like, hey, I uh, yeah, I'm actually like working for this company now, making piano music, like publishing using the software you know it'd be nice to catch up and she was like oh this is great to see you i happen to be back in town so i go to my, my first thing i do when i come to north carolina is go to lunch with just this random you know an 80 80 plus year old uh lady uh Look who i, I met twice though. and and so i'm setting up that whole sugar mama connection um yeah. she buying but it's in north carolina so it's like lunch at the uh-huh. nice country club is like Twelve dollars lunch at Waho. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we're, we're, I'm sure it was so confusing to everyone else that they 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 got to think it's like a grandma situation because yeah. how often do you see two unrelated an eighty year old, eighty plus year old and a twenty something sitting together and like shutting down the lunch place? So we're there two hours and we're talking about all sorts of classical music things. Maybe they're on things. a date, dude. She's, Don't judge. So people are, no, people are looking. That's why. That's what I mean. They're looking at me. And I'm like, oh, th- this is obviously what it looks like yeah. from the outside. And, and I'm sure they were conf- If they listen to the conversation, they're probably really confused because we're talking right. about Gershwin, Chopin. And they're like, who the, who on earth is this young this young dude talking about this? Young, this? But, hot dude talking. Yeah, just like, lady. and they're like, oh, I, I know what's going on. It's, so they're gonna. So I'll probably make the paper soon. But the point of that all is, is this is is reaching out to these people, keeping loose connections, regardless of who they are, what they can do for you, these backgrounds. And we just had a great conversation with this random, unrelated, idiot person in in North Carolina, who has just like such a storied history. It's like I feel like I like learned a lot of little things from her, and we just got to enjoy the presence of someone else. That was going to provide no tangible benefit, uh, but reaching out. I have to trouble. These people, I have yeah. trouble with this though, because I get a lot of people. Yours who is a harder situation. To meet me, they'll be visiting LA and they want to meet me. That's harder. So I'll go for coffee, and then they just spend an hour or an hour and a half just complaining to me about stuff. And I'm just like, uh, <laughs> that's weird. Uh, yeah. That, I feel like so I spent an hour happens. asking questions. 
Yeah. And just I I mean, like, trying conversation. It's kind of like it's just these podcasts. It's essentially what I try to be. Oh, I mean, but that's 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 different. Like, I, I think I want to be helpful in the musical community and I mm-hmm. want to be accessible and I want to be open. But I, I can't I, you I can't do it for everyone. Open. And I can't and I can't really do it as much as I used to because I have a lot of stuff that I need to get better at. And so, honestly, I would rather be at home practicing for these auditions than going out for coffee with the recent college It's a grad. different – yeah. I mean, yours is a different calculus. It's not like I'm getting a sea of people reaching out. The only people who reach out to me, I now divert to my uh, how to get into music school uh, Hell yeah. side hustle. Thanks to you. Hell yeah. But, yeah, so yours – I mean, that's a, that's a tougher situation. Like any celebrity, like you, you have to – manage that time but it is important though but you have that to do some important. of it yeah it's just yeah seeing who yeah. for me i mean i did notice it besides like the business thing for some people depending on their background and who they are uh and what they're up against i do give them separate tr- special treatment if it's like oh my god like I you're t- coming in from an area that was like mine you know you need some guidance yeah you're gonna get some more time for sure, yeah. Then, then someone well, who's probably got a good chance, anyways, and I know is able to reach out to lots of others. Um, look, they don't need yeah. they don't need me as much, but but I got non musicians being like like this that that uh that like woman that they sent you that mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. IG handle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who just slid in my DMs and was like, "Hey, let's get a drink," and I'm like, "Sliding." I don't know you. So what what I said was like what would your what would your husband say cuz her whole <laughs> picture her whole Instagram page is just pictures of her and what I thought was her son but apparently that's her nephew which makes it <laughs> even more creepy um but like I I don't know man like it's it's things like that I'm starting to get I'm starting to get random it's like I'm such a fan I would love to meet you and I'm like I do want to be accessible but there are limits i, I mean your time the time is value i'm not in your situation so i don't know what to do because you actually i don't know what to, to do trevor i'm looking you I, actually I have to like, you actually have to like regulate that one thing for me on the the flip side uh it seems well, to can, I, can i can i can i yeah before we go on though so if you were her what would be your motivation if you're not a musician you're in your late 30s and you're trying to meet up with me but you're also saying it's not i'm like i'm not sure i'm into like this (laughs) (laughs) like that she's like no it'll be fun it'll be like platonic or whatever but she's sending like heart emojis i'm like i don't know how you want to hook up yeah like yeah i was like if you want to hook up like be more like i thought you'd be more adult about it but also no, <laughs> like I don't know you. You're a stranger. This it's hard weird. to get in that headspace. Like I don't know yeah. what I'd be. I'm not. I never dude, really I, reached. Out, I never really reached out for stuff. I never. I didn't slide into the DMs. I I make videos from my bedroom for a <laughs> like I don't I don't have social skills. <laughs> I don't know how to handle this. Like, dude, so I. Yeah, I could, it's, it's like, dude, I got a podcast. I can't be dealing with bro. Other, yeah, I can't be dealing. can't be dealing yeah. with other people. I got these kids listening to my podcast. I can't be doing shit. no romance. I got, pod- to get out of I got a podcast. But what's up? Yeah, oh my god, that's a wild situation. It, it's very, but it's buck wild. <laughs> it's buck. The one I bump into is kind of the is that person on the other end of the screen. So there's some people who we were colleagues with, and now I'm just way more open and more interested in conversations. And I've had this a couple of times to where when I reach out to other people, like how I, how can I approach it? Like it's not some hookup thing or like needing anything, but that I genuinely just want to like either reconnect or, you know, Hey, we were in the same area. We're in the same class. I didn't work out then, but I'd like to, you know, just hang out because I'm genuinely interested in some of these people. It is hard to get that across that that's what you want on social media. So well, she never said yeah. that. Yeah, she she didn't say well, that. I just want that's to ask loose. You that's about a little career. odd. Like because this would be like so how long some have of you our... been playing? <sighs> oh my god! Like, have you watched any of the videos ever? You know, like no, it's just it's. I, I'm starting to get to a point where I'm tired of answering. So what was Juilliard like? Tell me about Juilliard. Yeah, it's like, dude, check out this video. It's like it's like it's like a, you're a legal person. It's like I've released, I've released my statement. Uh, you can always refer back to my my statement. 
Yeah. That's what press you know, release. You just send so him a PDF. <laughs> so we talked about this on the podcast a little mm-hmm. earlier, like where we don't try to drop the name. Not because yeah. we're ashamed of it, but because we just don't want to talk box. about it anymore. It's like it's like we've talked about <laughs> it so much, it adds so some mystery. And it's, like, it, it's it's been long enough that it it doesn't quite define us. It doesn't feel impactful. It, yeah, it doesn't feel as impactful. It helps, but it's not as impactful to us as it is to others. Because you know, it's just a stop in the road. Yeah. The it, uh, one we're still paying for. At yeah. Least me. It's, uh, the oh my god, dude, that's dude, that's gonna follow me till I die. Uh, yeah. It's it's gonna be like my kids are gonna be like paying for my Juilliard <laughs> education. It's like Timmy. You gotta, you gotta get back in the shop. I need, I need gotta pay for my, my viola. Yeah, my, uh, yeah, my student loans have, uh, have compounded significantly. Yeah, it's like uh, reverse, it's reverse generational born. wealth. It's generational debt. I'm just gonna keep passing that out. It's partly how you were born. Your mom was really into the fact that went to Juilliard, but uh, yeah, you know, she's like yeah, your parents were they were super. They, <laughs> they kind of really owe cool. your life to Juilliard, so you have to you have to pitch in. <laughs> oh man, it's just like, you wouldn't be here without this degree. <laughs> like, Daddy, what? Why do you? Why are you still doing the podcast? Don't question that, son. Don't question. <laughs> I swear it's gonna make us money, Daddy. It's been forty three years. Uh, well, <laughs> shut up. Go to your room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, be quiet. No, be quiet. Eat your, eat your vegetables. Eat your vegetables. Oh, yeah. Be quiet. Yeah. Okay. You can vegetables because we can't, can't afford real vegetables because we're paying I know, lines. but I, I, that's, isn't that a funny thing? Like, the fact that, like, getting whole vegetables that are bound to expire quickly are more mm-hmm. expensive. Oh, it's like everything. Food. Like, the healthy food. It either costs more or takes more work to taste good. Like you go to, I'm going around here, and you know we're we're both from the south. It's a it's a health crisis, and everywhere I eat, it's just the food it's qualities. Shit. It's it's shit. Everything's cheaper, but it's all terrible for you. And if anything was good for you, it's been fried and dipped in ranch, which are two of my yeah. favorite food groups, fried Whoa. and ranch. And uh, it's so funny because when we were younger, we didn't see I had, it. No, I had, no, also we were I had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah. I had absolutely yeah. no idea. The first, I even remember it specifically the first time I realized that it's different here and like the just sheer number of a percentage of just like just health across the board um, yeah. from like how many smokers or how many, anything, general health was was the first time I was flying back. <coughs> I lived in New York for a couple months. I'm coming back for Christmas. And I'm waiting there in LaGuardia Terminal. And it was like an epiphany. I'm looking at everyone who's about to board the plane back to Charlotte. And I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. God. I was lucky that just you in the genetics uh, dice roll that I got one, you know, this side of the family as opposed to the other, that I had a nutritionist mom, that, mm-hmm. you know, I had both a parents there who I watch out for this stuff I was like I, I got I got lucky because mm-hmm. I was oblivious to it it was not something I conscious I wasn't consciously thinking about health at that point uh, as much mm-hmm. as we do now and to just see everyone boarding the plane like the skin the the obviously clear smoking just just general health across the board uh was very noticeable it's alarming it's, it's alarming. alarming and and I was oblivious I was like oh okay like what's going on here like it's beyond just cultural Mm-hmm. Oh, and just food. It's the whole package. Like it is unhealthy. It's unhealthy to be here. And I see that to everyone. A lot of people who graduated who have now left this area are doing fairly well. But mm-hmm. those who stayed, like they, they're, they're either either putting on weight, putting on stress, losing hair, something is is going on. And I think it just has to do with both the environment and the nutrition and just access. There's not a lot of great food that isn't super expensive like in la there's a lot of really good food every even though everything's pricier overall there's not a massive difference you can find you can find good food in la new york's a little harder even fast food even fast food like kava or like you can get pickled onions and Mm. ginger and aubergine you can get like Brussels sprouts, roasted avocados, tender greens. There's there's avocados grown on trees. I think that what is most alarming to me is like now that we are almost Mm thirty, you know, the sum of our habits are now beginning to shape. 
the way we feel and the way we look and the way we develop and the way we age. We're hitting that and getting greater impact. Yes, it's greater impact. So like when you live in a place like in the South where there's not a lot of like healthy access to healthy food, over time, it builds. over time, if you just grow up with it and you just, by the time you're 50, like, yeah, you have diabetes because all of this processed sugar. I think that's the biggest uh, thing. Fructose corn syrup. It's in all of the available affordable foods. Because eating yeah. one crappy meal doesn't do you in. It's just no. being around it. It's this trickle. So there's sweet tea 80, everywhere. 20. It's 80-20, dude. It sneaks in, man. And and I just I noticed it. So I've been home and I feel like I've eaten like crap. Like I had to get some quinoa salmon salad this, right? this afternoon just to yeah. just to feel like I survived. Like my belly mm-hmm. is noticeable. It, it's poking out. Oh baby. And, oh baby. Ooh, see Skype Skype like Skype kept up is unblurring that. It's just like look at that Whoa. pack. Yeah, Skype, mm. don't don't be blurring that. I want to see that. Like look at that. Six Bam. Pack. Boom. I wish we I had could put, in and out last I wish we night. could put your six I wish we could put your six pack in audio form. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bro. Just so hey, I have a witness. Yes. Ladies, there's a witness. I literally do have a six pack. Dude, it's, it's not true. Dude, he actually worked on it. Mine, uh, I've lost that. At one point in my life, I had one. It was Juilliard, it was grad school because I wasn't doing anything else. But so <laughs> So food, yeah. I mean, food quality, all these things. Your environment has a huge effect. Location has a huge effect to you, and it's not perfect moving to these cities. Oh my God, Drew's got a one of those medicines. Is that like the standing ball? It's a Bosu ball. It's a Bosu ball. I never know what those called. One of those half. It's a half. Are you doing you doing standing desk stuff yet? No, 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 no. I do sit ups on this. So I'll like put my lower, the small of my back right here. And then I'll arch my back and then I'll sit up and hold it for 10 seconds with my arms mm-hmm. parallel Extended. to my head. And then I hold it and I do 10 reps for 10 seconds each. It takes brutal. five, six minutes, but it is an, it is an insanely brutal ab workout and it, it chisels. It chisels, man. You start planking, you start doing any of those like moving planks. Oh, I haven't yet, man. My pl- I've been doing a lot of push-ups. I've gotten, I've, I'm, I'm getting up to seventy-five a day. That was my big thing, compared to yeah. when I was just in my best shape, which was second year of grad school. Was I would just like push-ups weren't part of the, they were just, uh, they were integral to the workout. So I would mm-hmm. do those in between other things in the workout. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that was the yeah. one constant, and because it's just, a, it's a simple motion <clears throat> it's that so just good. works a lot. And and the stronger you get, the better, better and you more are effective it. it becomes. You can now like now I I'm only on my tiptoes and I'm very isolated. I suck in my stomach. I like isolate my buttocks and it's like a plank. And I'm doing the push-ups in like that plank. It works almost everything. You work everything. What was dude. after Squats. after push-ups? The next thing that like came in was I I could do a ton of pull-ups. Oh and yeah, I would do bro. the weighted pull-ups, and now it, uh-huh. it's wild because it's like I want to say necessarily look a whole lot different, but just upkeeping that in general. Like now, I can barely do a few pull-ups, and then before, you know, easily a hundred, you know, not not all at once, but like across mm-hmm. the night, it's like that was something you fit in between That's other things. Wild. That's wild, um, bro. I've never been able to do that. What I've what I've just recently gotten into is uh, jump rope. Oh, I've never done. Never bro, jump it's it's lit. I I really I really fuck with some jump rope, man. <laughs> like you can really get a very holistic. Like my legs now look insane. Dude, you, dude you're looking fresh. Jump rope. I'm looking. Dude, I dude, I'm look looking like that blobfish. You know that that like ugly. You know they show that ugly fish. That's like oh, this fish is oh, just yeah. ugly. That blobfish with the dude, big old lips. That's what my belly looks like now, and I'm like, I got it. And it's oh, not just a New Year's resolution thing. It's like, okay, I'm getting back. I got to hit this gym. Like this is, I got to take advantage of this this environment. And bro, we and have to get podcast ads, dude. I got, I know, I got to, I got to get podcast body, pod bod, pod bod, pod bod, man. Oh man. So when we do live, so this is what I was thinking about, and I wanted to get your opinion on it. Um, I've been thinking a lot, okay, and I think we take we should take our relationship to the next level. Mm. And I just want, <laughs> just kidding. What I, what I think we should really do and focus on is I've been doing a lot of these group muses, 
Uh-huh. And I've been starting to meet some people who are more entrepreneurial in the city. Mm-hmm. I want to find us a place where we can call home. I've been listening to Joe's podcast a lot and they talk about the comedy store. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what if there was like an equivalent, like a coffee musicians. shop that has musicians come through and we pretty much host a night where we do a live pod and in between each set, we do some comedy improv. We bring talk about stuff. our lives. Yeah. We bring in our friends, like Jeremy, to to like. <laughs> it's just do his... keep bringing in Jeremy, just to like okay, no, bring Jeremy. in Jeremy, bring in Emmett, bring in Bad Snacks. We bring in um, we bring in Mike next time he's in town. Like our people who come on the podcast, that can come and perform. People who have listened to the podcast get to see these people perform live. We're hosts. We do a comedy set. We're hosts. We host a that. show. And then that 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 helps the business. We need it. I think in 2020, we should really look at some coffee shops and say, hey, would you let us record our podcast here and then host live shows for free? In exchange, you get free promo and we and, get to have well, And the good thing for some of these organizations is like, hey, we'll just take this off your hands. Like you don't have to go find someone. We it always it. help content, to have musician. You know, it's free. People will come. There will be people there who are in for whoever the artist is, and that's what the coffee shop person or whoever it is wants. I think it's a great idea. I mean, this year was just proving that we could do this thing, and then next well, year is proving that we can grow this into something. I already knew. I already knew you could do it, baby. I know. He watched me. I, He's just like, I know you look like that blobfish, but I believe in you. But I, I don't want to take up any more of this vacation time. We're just going to yeah. keep this short and simple for y'all. Right. But right. I, I do want to dig in later on. We'll talk more about location and like the value mm-hmm. of that is. Um, Look, if you own a place in LA and you listen in and you'd be like, oh, that sounds fire. I'd love that at our spot. Hit us up yeah. on Twitter. Or if you know someone who would, um, who's trying yeah. to, we'd love to be part of that. But we'd dude, love it's to be good. Part dude, of that. thanks for, yeah. for doing this while you're sick. Um, I'm glad we I'm got to escape place. doing it via the family, but all right, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hit up. Go back. I'm gonna go hit up the the jazz club around here. So. Oh hell yeah, bro! Say that, hi. That Hickory Jazz. I'm gonna go watch and be like, they'd be like, "Yo, oh, man, you're back in town. You want to come up?" And I want to be like, "No, no, <laughs> fuck you." <laughs> this, yeah, I was like, okay, this is this next one is a Telemann's recorder uh, concerto and F minor. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Ooh, I love that beep, one. Beep, 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 beep. All right. F minor is the best key. It's classic. All right. All right, everyone. This has been real. Hey, yeah. New year. Uh, new pod. New, new reviews. New, new reviews. year. New pod. Five, five stars. stars only. Five stars only, yeah. everyone. All right. Enjoy your holidays, and we'll be back at yes. you in the new decade. Peace. Yeah. Peace out.